Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's Pear Probe. Hi. Hi. End of show. <laughs> Have a great day. No <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> All right, so welcome to another show of Paraprobe. It is Saturday, February fourth already. This dude, month uh, January like just disappeared, man. What's the January? Hmm. What's January? I know, right? It's like I blinked and all of a sudden January was over. Man, I I tell you what, I I'm a little a little beat. I am too. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I like uh, okay. I decided instead to drive my Jeep in today. I rode my motorcycle in. And I got that long ride, and I, I was kind of zoning out. I was just, I don't know. That is not a good thing to do on a bike. Well, not like zoning out, like not paying attention. I'm just talking about like I got really like relaxed. And then when I got here, I'm like, God, that's... It's almost like that weird, like, do you remember sleeping on a boat? Oh, yeah. You remember how like there was always this vibration from the engines or generator or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of like vibrates you to sleep. just knock you right out. It's yep. like one of those new like cradles where it kind of vibrates the baby and they go to sleep oh absolutely yeah. i'm telling you being on a boat and you have the motor going and you're out there on the open water and everything it yeah that's it's like nature's ambient it's it just knocks literally you right out the best sleep you will ever have ever oh, absolutely once you adjust to the sound and like tune out some of the stuff i mean and get comfortable mm-hmm. the most comfortable i've ever been is like when we're 80 100 150 miles offshore and nobody's around you can't oh, yeah. see anything out there. It's just all blue and horizon and yep. nothing. And especially at nighttime, <clears> man, because <throat> it's so pitch black. Mm-hmm. Like we're not like in the navy. Like we go to darkened ship, you know. So you, all the lights are off on the outside of the ship, you know. It's all red lights on the inside, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you'd be out out there on the deck, you know, like you'd be on like forward gun watch, something like that. And uh, it, it all you saw was just stars from literally from the horizons all around you it's like you're like like people like when you went to a planetarium when you're yeah yeah it's like being in a giant <laughs> planetarium but outdoors it's really cool yeah speaking of planetarium you heard about that comet that swung by i forgot what it's called but it just swung by <laughs> yeah it just swung by hung out and about what a week yeah yeah it's and been about a green week. comet that uh comes by like every couple million years so dude i the, missed it the funniest part of, <laughs> i did too but the funniest part about it was they were talking about like this green comet was going to come close to the earth and blah 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 and i thought about it and i'm like that's exactly how maximum overdrive started oh crap yeah in the movie maximum overdrive they talk about this green comet that's coming really close to the earth you know first time in like you know thousands of years or whatever and it was a green comet and then, like, at the end of the movie, Maximum Overdrive, this is uh, the one with Emilio Estevez. I know they did, like, a reboot called Trucks, but the original Maximum Overdrive, 80s film, awesome film. Um, at the end, they said that the the military admitted to, you know, when, when everything started stopping, that they admitted to shooting down an alien craft. It wasn't <laughs> a comet. <laughs> and so I was sitting there thinking, I was like, great, Maximum Overdrive. Is that where that balloon came from that just kind of floated it over America? Be. Yeah, it even had the, uh, oh, and ACDC did the soundtrack, which oh. was awesome. Who Made Who was like one of the main, you know, that was like the theme song of the movie. Wow. Oh, That's crazy. ACDC. So, speaking of music, coming yeah. on our show at 6.15, we have Joey Hurd, country music artist. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking to him a little bit about his music. Uh, about his future endeavors, some of his bookings, um, what got him into country music. See, this show, we told people this before. 
it's our show. We can do what we want, all right? And we have ADHD. We're all over the road. Yes, it's paranormal and all that stuff, but you know what? To be honest, paranormal gets a little boring sometimes. We've got to break out of that mold. You yeah. Know? So we like to, we're going to be bringing, I'm going to be bringing a lot of different guests on this show outside of the paranormal. Now, some will be somehow related. Maybe it's a celebrity who's been in a paranormal film or maybe a paranormal TV show. Like next week, we got Chad Lindbergh coming on. So, he was in Supernatural. Yes, he was He's, in Supernatural. Most people know him best as Jesse from Fast and the Furious. Yep. Uh, he also was in the movie October Sky. Uh, he's got a long list of credits. He was did like a bit thing everything. as a drug dealer in Sons of Anarchy. Dude, he he's been in a little bit of everything. He he reminds me of Mark Hamill after Star Wars because yeah. everybody knows him from Star Wars, but he was the voice actor for Joker on like the Batman animated, animated or, series. Yeah. Um, he did all kinds of crazy mess. Yeah, I went through his like. His filmography and everything, mm-hmm. like when the new one was coming out, and I was just like, uh. Well, like he, okay, like in the movie, uh, Star Wars, right after that, he did the movie Corvette Summer. Yeah. And then he wound up having a car accident with a Corvette and oh, messed no. his face up. That's the reason why in The Empire Strikes Back, they do the Wampa attack. It was to, it basically to, um, I forgot give a reason about that. for the yeah. scars on yeah. his face. Yeah, from the from the Wampa attack in the movie The Empire Strikes Back. But he actually had those because you of know the what? Accident. And because of that, we got one of the most amazing Star Wars creatures ever. Yes. I mean, two of them. You got the Tauntauns, which I'm sure we're going to mm-hmm. be out there anyway, and then the Wampas. Yep. Dude, that. So I remember being a kid, playing regular Nintendo, playing Empire Strikes Back on regular freaking Nintendo, the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wampas were like a menace. They were hard to beat. Like at the first, oh, time. Yeah. I remember trying to figure my way through that. And the Wampa was best based on the Yeti, off of Snow Bigfoot. I believe it. Yep. And it's pretty interesting how those things tie together. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so yeah. So next week we're gonna be uh, having Chad Lindbergh on. And we got all different types of guests coming on. We also Jesse and I are gonna be uh, actually going out and doing some live broadcasts. We got some events coming up um, in the near future. I can't talk about yet. But we've already been signed on for it. There's a couple of events that we're going to be going out and broadcasting Paraprobe live from. Uh, one of them, I'll say, is in Ocala, Florida. Uh, it's in April. That's all I'm going to say at that. Nope, nothing more. Uh, but we will be making an official launch on that later on because they want to promote us on their website and everything first before we put it out there, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be like the same day. But I'm just saying, like, they want to get us on their banners and all that stuff. Yeah, first. absolutely. So, yeah. I get it. And then, uh, of course, we have some other stuff we're going to be doing. Uh, so, yeah, so stay tuned to the show because we might be broadcasting live in your area eventually. And trust me, we want you guys to come out and hang out with us, have some fun. Yep. Um, we are going to be talking to, of course, still paranormal people as well. You know, mm-hmm. I want to start talking to some, like, just local teams and stuff like that. I don't want to do, like, you know, always, you know, television people from ghost hunting shows. Um, I want to talk to like you know the Joe Schmo out there like us that do investigations and stuff and and talk to them about some of the things they've been doing. Um, I, I definitely want to make this show a little more. How can I put this? A, a little more eclectic. A, eclectic, exactly. Eclectic. It's approachable. You know, we're we're you know. We're, Today's word is eclectic. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Brought to you by the letter E for E number. <laughs> I caught myself on that one. It's not a rectric. <laughs> a record. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so the show's going to be taking a lot of uh, wide turns here and there. We're going to be bringing on music artists, too, of different genres. Uh, everything from rock, rap, country. We we want to exp- 
expand this show out. And, you know, I want to talk to some social media influencers that we're going to be having on our show as well. Um, we may even bring in some other radio people from other radio shows to talk to them about their shows. I like that. Yeah, so, you know, we uh, we just we just want to get to know people. We want friends. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we don't, but but we do want to get to know people. Um, we also are going to be doing, uh, besides the live broadcast, we're going to be, uh, starting filming, actually, of our podcast show that mm-hmm. we're going to be doing. So we got a, we had two new podcast shows that are coming out, not just me and Jesse, but there's another one, you know, with Kim Rutherford, and it's technically her show, but we're on it as well. So we have a lot going on. We really do. We have some events and stuff we're looking at getting lined up for this year. We, we definitely have a lot going on for 2023. Yeah, hopefully it'll be our year. Yeah, 2023 is going to be the year. We're either going to make it or wind up in prison. Or become hookers. I'm not sure which yet. but uh, Probably the One hooker. of the three, probably. Probably the hooker one. More than likely. I'm definitely prepared to shave my legs. I will sleep my way to the top. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, okay. Good All for right. you. Uh, we also need to make sure that you guys go and check us out on all of our social media. Because we got to keep this show going. We need to save Paraprobe. Because right now, you too, by listening to the show, can save this guy that we found on board this Chinese balloon. (laughs) We currently have him here in our office. We're holding him. And we're not giving him up unless you all go and follow us. (laughs) It is not a hostage. He's not a hostage. Blink twice twice if you're good. See, he blinked twice. So... (laughs) We have this guy from this Chinese balloon that we're keeping with us. And if you really want to save his life, you want to make him have a better life, to become a true American, you will listen to Paraprobe. You will go to <laughs> iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, everywhere you, you listen to your shows for podcasts and find Paraprobe. And if you would like to sponsor the show, go to 1490wwpr.com slash contact. And put your contact information in there. Send them a message. Say you want to support Paraprobe. You Save Paraprobe. You can save Paraprobe and our hostage. I mean, guests. (laughs) So please, America, be American and follow Paraprobe. That was pretty good. I like that one. You're stupid. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's the thing, too, that I hope people understand. When we do this kind of stuff every week, it's not planned. We we literally, you know what? We're going to tell the people the, the big secret about this show. We don't prepare. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we take a guest that we're bringing on or whatever topic we're going to talk about, and we just roll. And the reason for being is because we don't want to be fake. You know, we, and don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, there's at least an idea behind each show, like the topic we're discussing, you know, maybe a little research into it, stuff like that. We get a topic. We kind of shoot the breeze about it a little bit. Yeah. I, I had to censor. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, I don't know. We, we, we caffeinate. Yeah, caffeinate, <laughs> and we just roll. I mean, there has been times that literally Jesse and I had had an idea for a show. At the last minute, getting here at the studio, scratched it because we were like, you know what? It's just not going to be fun. 
and we just turn around and literally Jesse would just go on the internet, look for something weird, and we'd be like, that looks good. Let's talk about that. And boom, we'd roll into a whole show, a whole show. Well, a whole show too sometimes on, you know, OnlyFans, but <laughs> we mostly would do these whole shows just on the spur of the moment. Donkey. <clears throat> yeah. Now, if you were paying our show and we we're getting paid to do it and we had a lot more free time, then yeah, then we could plan a lot more and do a lot more. We we would probably have skits and uh and there's a lot more. A little we'd more. Be doing. A lot. We, we, we have would, a lot of ideas just not the time. We have we have ADD. You know what? We got to throw out the ad chief's email too, because we need people to start emailing. I them. forgot his ad chief. Uh, you know, that's what? why I just threw the contact information fourteen ninety wwpr dot com slash contact. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, and it'll you, go to the radio station. Don't yeah, yeah. just things. go to www oh, www Jesus fourteen ninety wwpr yeah fourteen ninety wwpr and you'll see all the contact information on there too for slash contact yeah. let's, let's be accurate let's be professional okay I'm just saying and, and we don't have to have email, a plan to be professional shoot an email to the station let them know that you like us yeah don't send news why send your number and we'll give you one <laughs> yeah we'll we'll text. <laughs> I mean, no, we won't. Uh, yeah, we will. Oh, um, my God. So how about this? So y- you know how it is. You, you have accounts kind of reach out to you and, like, send you weird DMs oh or whatever. God. Yeah, I get it all the time. Well, I don't know if this is a real person or not, but I've been ignoring them. Mm-hmm. And they have sent me a DM in, like, October. Mm-hmm. And then they just sent me another DM. Like, do you not like making new friends or do you have a hard time with it? Because you never did answer me. And it was just, hey, how are you? I'm like, who is this? You got seven posts, 400 followers. You look like a bot account. I'm not. I, I'm not talking to you. I Sorry. had a bot account on Facebook today. Actually, comment underneath what I, I a thing I had posted, um, and it, it was for Galvin from uh from uh the Mike Halta show. Mm-hmm. Um, there he had posted a thing on there about this young lady who was going through some you know very traumatic moment. Uh, she lost her husband. Not gonna get in detail. But uh, they put a GoFundMe out for her, so I had shared it to my social media and I put it on my Facebook and all that because I like all the people over at Mike Halter Show. You know, I had, I, I like them. I listen to their show too. You know, because us radio people listen to radio as well. You know, and it's one of my favorite shows I listen to. Me and Jesse both, um, and we're semi quasi friends with those guys. So. I mean, like, we don't hang out or nothing. I'm just saying, like, friendly quasi on social friends. media. I, I'm stuff totally like that. utilizing the word quasi and something. Yeah, there you go. But, but the thing, <laughs> but the, the thing being is, like, you know, I try to support them too and stuff like that. So I'd seen that, put that out there to help this young lady. And immediately this person came on there and said, I have been viewing your posts for quite a while and you have very good, uh, I love viewing your posts or whatever. Um, I had sent you a friend's request a long time ago, but you never responded back. Uh, could you, you know, send me a friend's request now? And you could tell in two seconds looking at this thing that it's it's a bot. It's a fake account or whatever. It's like, yeah, whatever. And uh so, yeah, I get this kind of stuff all the time on all my social media, my, my Twitter, my Instagram, all that good stuff. I get constant messages from people that I do not follow or are friends with or whatever. And they're always trying to get me to friend them, follow them, and everything else. And as soon as I look at the profile, it's always fake, always fake. It's always a bot. And I guess apparently we got Joey calling in right now. Jesse's getting him set up on air. So, Joey, you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, what's going on, brother? This is Chance. Hi, James. James is Chance. You can't even get my name right? Holy crap, dude. You're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> you said James. 
No, I said chance. I think what it is, Jesse, can you bring down his yes, mic just yes, a little yes, bit? There yes. we go. Sorry. Yeah, we had you, like, cranked up, so it was probably a little, like, robotic with me talking in the beginning. Yeah. So what's, go- so what's going on? Okay, so I'm talking with Chance. Yeah. And who am I talking? Who else? And Jesse. Jesse, my co-host. Hey, great, great. Well, good evening, guys. Yeah. We're just, uh... So what's going down, man? What kind of uh, things are you doing today on this beautiful Saturday? Well, today we're just being a being a bunch of homebodies, you know. There's not a whole lot to do in in the winter right now. Um, and I actually actually came off of a a, um, a hernia surgery. So oh wow! I'm finally, yeah, yeah. So I've had uh, the past four weeks. I've been on a little hiatus and a vacation myself. So. See, uh, that's what you get for stage diving. You're doing country music. You shouldn't be doing stage dives. I tell you what, we had a rough <laughs> summer last year. Lake of the Ozarks, and those guys get wild out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the craziest thing you've had happen to you while being on stage performing? Oh man, um, one year as part of a uh, a show, a cabaret show. You know, they did. Uh, performances nightly, at least five nights a week, and it was Christmas time, and um, I was on a little scooter. I guess I was a Joker or Elf or Elf on a scooter, and it was that, that scene where we drug I drug half the set across the stage <laughs> because the the scooter got you know it, it caught like the I don't know what happened. But either <laughs> way, that was. Uh, not sure what happened, but I wrecked a lot of stuff. <laughs> I was a kid, yeah. It was uh I started I started professionally singing and performing on stage when I was twelve years old. For me that was nineteen ninety six. Wow. Wow, man. And uh yeah. And uh and now I'm just twenty nine years old, so it's it's all good. Um <laughs> we'll, we'll keep sticking so with the 29 for all of us. How about that? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, 29 and holding. <laughs> but man, that's that's one thing I remember. I'm sure there's so many other things. Um, I've embarrassed myself, embarrassed my these later years. I've embarrassed my wife. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we do that on oh, we do that on the regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> man, I remember there one time go. I was actually emceeing an event and was up on stage, and this girl ran to the stage to try to jump up on the stage to get to us and she jumped way too early hit the stage and knocked herself out dude oh oh man oh wow yep and that was one of those moments where i just kind of looked down and i was like okay either i continue oh, seeing or we jump down and help her so i did the right thing <laughs> continued on him seeing no i'm kidding we jumped down and helped her <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that reminded me of the uh, um of Awesome amphitheater in Lake of the Ozark, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, so my wife is our merchandise manager, and so usually she's at every gig, and and uh, she is running the merchandise. It's and funny how that out. works out, how the wife becomes in charge of the merchandise. <laughs> she is she is the CEO. You bet. That's right. And uh, she. Uh, it was I, so I always introduce her, and I let I, you know I'm proud of her. I let people know that's my wife over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these girls, uh, a big group of girls, the bridesmaids or whatever, uh, they they just they said, oh that's the wife. And so 
All I know is we started one of the tunes, and I see my wife in the middle of the huge dance floor with all these girls surrounding her and, and dancing with her. And I'm like, oh, wow, huh. She'll ne- she never dances with me. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been married 15 years. <laughs> Dude, I was hanging out with Jason Aldean and uh, Key West and Sloppy Joes, and I watched Brittany get out there dancing, and I and and I was trying to keep an eye to make sure nobody messed with her at the time. At the time, don't get me wrong, I was not like hanging out like we were buddies. I, I was working at Sloppy <laughs> Joes. I was a bouncer there at the time in Key West. And wow. so she was in the middle of the dance floor, and I just kept an eye on her, make sure nobody messed with her, because, of course, I know who she's with. And uh, so throughout that time, I wound up kind of becoming friends with them because of it. And then later on, I was off one night during that week, and I did go hang out with them. And all I could say about Jason Aldean, besides the fact that him and Brittany are super, super nice people, is he can drink a lot, because I drank a lot with him. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we walked well, in the bar, where but we. That's where comes from. Oh, yeah. did I say that? Oh, I'm telling you, man, we walked in the bar, but we kind of floated out after that. So yeah. Um, so with you oh, being in the music man. biz, man, now here doing your thing and the country music and all that, like, what all like uh, country celebrities have you got to meet and or hang out with? Oh my, well, I'm friends with Joe Bosnoy, he's the lead singer of the Oak Ridge Boys. That's um, so cool. And I, they they love coming down there. They love Florida, and they boldly declare it. <laughs> and Florida, Florida and Myrtle Beach is their place, their favorite places to be. Um, let's see, what my wife? Well, I guess we're inadvertently friends. Uh, my wife is friends with Joe Nichols' wife, Heather. Oh wow! And uh, and so they're uh, they're so sweet. They're a sweet couple too. They may they're matchmate in heaven for sure. Um, in fact, when we moved away from Nashville, Tennessee, we moved back to be closer to family in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'd lost my dad and my wife lost her grandparents. You know, it's just a, it's a good thing we came back. Mm-hmm. But Joe and Joe and Heather were trying to sell their home in Texas because he's risen from Texas. You know, he married her and, you know, they were down there. And it took them forever to sell that big old home. And... Right before we moved back, or right after, no, it was right after we moved back, they finally sold that home down there and moved back to Middle Tennessee. Um, and then, at that very time, then the, then the real estate skyrocketed. <laughs> we were kind of back and forth, you know, oh, man, let's move back to Middle Tennessee at least, you know. And we like, nope. <laughs> you can get a shack for $800,000. Like, hey, no. <laughs> like, nah, we're doing good. <laughs> all right. And, now, uh, I'm going to be straight up, okay? Now, you're a good-looking guy, all right? And don't worry, I'm married and I'm straight, but you're a good-looking guy. All right. And I, you got a great voice. You know, I've listened to your songs, your music. I mean, you and I wound up becoming friends, you know, through social media and yeah. stuff, you know. And plus, you know, I'm friends with Justin Bilton and, you know, from Three Doors Down. Uh, I yeah, think that's Justin, how we. That's my buddy. Yeah, I think that's how you and I kind of actually kind of crossed paths and became friends on social media. Was I think through him. It's I know you and yeah, I have been like following right. each other for a while, but mm-hmm. uh, but the the thing is, since like that with you being talented, you're a good looking guy. Do you have groupies and like when you're out there doing your shows? And if you do, does it drive your wife crazy? Yeah, I think I think I think most of the groupies is the old ladies, man. Uh, I mean, you know why they're all trying to be cougars? They're trying to pick up your little twenty-nine year old butt. That's what they're doing. No kidding! My goodness, I'm like. Uh, so I yeah, I haven't run into where it's 
it's the wrong demographic of roofing. <laughs> you know. Yeah, been there, done uh, that. Haven't yeah. run into that yet, but you know, we're uh, we're still confident in our in our infatuation with each other. I think think we'll be all right. Oh God, oh, you yeah. follow your guys' social media. Oh yeah, you can tell you guys are so in love, so happily oh, married. <laughs> it sucks, dude. I hate you. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm yeah. actually happy in my marriage too. <laughs> And you know what? And by the way, your wife is a very good-looking woman, so there you go. Gave you a compliment well, about her, thank too. thank you. You're there welcome. you go. Yeah, shoot. I tell her every day she's going to take it for me. Because uh, <laughs> trust me, I've seen photographs of her with you guys' social media, and I'm like, how did he land her? <laughs> no, I mess with you, man. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a funny story about that real quick. She in, uh, informed me one night when MySpace was a, was a thing. Go back to the... Oh, God, now you're dating yourself back to MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) I go back to a message from her to say, uh, the girl you're trying to meet up with is not really the girl, and and that's uh, this is who she is. She's an imposter, and this, this... the pictures of the girl you think you're getting together with every night is not that person. So I go back to the bachelor pad to that message from her, and I'm like, oh, that comes. That stinks. And, uh, well, what's your name? <laughs> you know, forgetmatchmake.com uh-huh. or anything like that. Well, MySpace. I, I hand it to MySpace. Oh, hey, yeah. My wife and I, I will be straight up honest. We met on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> I kid you not. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a free dating site that, like, everybody, it's kind of like a, a, not as extreme as Tinder, but it's, it's Plenty of Fish. And that's how oh, we met oh, online. Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. My piano player was on Tinder. Uh, for, I think, the first half of last year. First half of last year, he landed a girl. She came out to one of the two gigs, and we said, yeah, dude, you better keep her. You know? <laughs> if my wife likes her, you better keep her. Oh, that yeah. That's something. Hey, that, that, that's definitely the uh, test of time there. Like, So when I met my wife the old-fashioned way in a bar, um, <laughs> um, Jesse but, was a middle stripper. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, pretty much. Chippendale dancer. You know how it goes. Um <laughs> You'll see that on OnlyFans, don't worry. Um, <laughs> but um, she uh, she had me go through the test. So the test was, like, I had to meet all her guy friends that had been friends with her since they were, like, four. They all grew up together, so I had to meet all them. And then I had to meet a couple of their buddies' wives and husbands and all that. While they sat over there, the wives were all, like, gossiping with her and... I was just kind of like talking junk with the guys over there, and I had to pass that test. Like, so if you, yeah, if you could pass that test, man, yeah, you're a keeper, <laughs> dude. The there first, you go. the first time for me, mine, mine was a little more extreme. I had to meet all of Stephanie's family, and you met her family, oh my yeah, her mom and dad and everybody. So, the, the, my wife is Puerto Rican and Dominican, right? So, oh, there you go. Yeah, so I'm going, getting ready to go over there, and I kid you not, it was just weird timing. I. I was earlier in the day, and I was, like, cleaning my guns, and I just happened to have my pistol with me when I was cleaning it, <laughs> and she she just happened to walk in. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I thought we were going to your mom and dad's house so I can meet all your family. I'm just making sure I'm prepared. You know, prepared. <laughs> and she, she started cracking up. She's like, you're a jerk. They're going to like you. So, yeah, uh, uh, you know, here it goes all these years later, happily married and all that, and, you know, her family actually likes me, so knock on wood. So far, so good. There you go. Heck yeah. yeah. yeah How long we, went, we went through some times, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, th- they thought I was, they, I think some of her family thought I was rich because uh, I, I did uh, did shows. And I'm like, oh, far from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did shows and on a special eating habit. <laughs> <laughs> 
that changed. <laughs> that, that changed, and now I'm, I'm forever trying to get back to that. How was, that? How was I eating before? <laughs> oh, tell, um, tell me about it, bro. Yeah, I, I was nice and trim when I met my wife, and yeah, not so much anymore. I mean, I'm losing weight again, finally, thank God, but yeah. Well, I have her and our 14. He, he just turned 14 uh, on the 23rd, and uh, and he's taller than both of us. I mean, he's he's going to be six foot at least. He's 5'9 right now. Holy and um, tremendous basketball player, uh, very talented. He's number one in Missouri for the NCSA wow. Um, wow. organization. Yeah, there's colleges down there in Florida looking at him already. He's only eighth grade. Dude, uh, eighth grade there. and you're already looking at him? Bro, it, I'm yeah. telling you right now, if you decide to say, you know what, I'm not doing country, I'm managing my kid, you're still going to be rich. <laughs> there we go. Well, I, I'm so proud of him. I'm just proud that he's taller than me and mm-hmm. he has all his hair still. Be like, I love you, son. Don't worry about your grades. Go dribble that ball. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty proud. Pretty proud family here. I bet. Fantastic. Man. So how long has you and the uh, band been together? The band, these guys. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, the second guitarist, he uh, had been with me since 2019. Uh, then the pandemic ha- happened, so I lost all the other guys. Um and um so <laughs> sorry that came out so wrong so 2019 it happened did. the pandemic happened i lost all those guys like every, i know half the crowd right now is like oh they must have went their own ways other half is going did they die from covid <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I did say that wrong oh man they well, moved on to other things how about that <laughs> they, yeah they moved on yeah. yeah, nobody nobody from that specific group uh, died. Uh, <laughs> but some of us did get COVID, and we survived, so here we are. And here we are. Um, I didn't. I never got it. I, Me neither. I, I'm sorry. I just have to put that out there. Mm-hmm. I've been everywhere, uh, and I never, never got it, so I don't know. Um, but... Uh, these guys, let, let me see, we're, we we just started a new year, and it's always an awkward time, you know, because you want to say, you want to reference the last year, but you really mean the year before last year. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the fall time, two falls ago, how about that? There we go. There we go. Fall, That'll work. <laughs> where are we? So fall 21. What year is yes, it? these guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? Right? Where's my car keys? <laughs> Damn this Alzheimer's. Uh, <laughs> Fall 21, uh, I started putting these guys together, and of course we had trial and error, you know, uh, with some of musicians, and then, and then finally we, finally we ironed out who we were having for going into 2022, and then, you know, then we realized, oh, a lead guitarist of all people is not working out. Um, oh, that's not good. And then, hey, but lucky enough. There's a guy in my back pocket in 2019. I just get on the phone with him saying, just spilling the beans, you know, saying, man, what are you doing these days? Well, funny you should ask. Oh, uh, we have a multi-talented lead guitarist, high school educator for music, and uh, plays the chicken picking and, and, you know, the dobro, all all the stuff, fiddle. And uh, wow. he just jumped on board. So yeah, we we got um, we got lucky. So was, we've been talking him up since um, August, middle of August last year, mm-hmm. when we when we knew that oh this other guy just can't go on. We cannot go into 2023 
with this specific musician. So, uh, yeah, we're very blessed. We're very blessed. There's six of us. And, um, and oh, our, our bass player is the oldest. What? And uh, I don't make the grandpa jokes anymore. Um, <laughs> but he is 63. He used to work for Capitol Records in Los Angeles. Um, and he has toured the world with like one of the most prominent jazz bands. I'm not into jazz. I love jazz. Mm-hmm. I love blues and jazz. And I'll go to a lounge and sit there and, you know, and listen all night to blues and jazz. But I, I can't call him out by name. And No, no, I got you. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah, you know what you like, but you're just not like an expert yeah. in it. So I get it. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, uh, so, and then just Larry is just tremendous, um, you know, and keeps, keeps it all together. So. He's the coolest grandpa I know. So. <laughs> yeah. we'll, throw that, we'll throw that out for Larry. Yeah. <laughs> but and our drummer, probably the tightest drummer around, and he idolizes Jason's drummer, which you mentioned Jason earlier, Jason mm-hmm. Aldean. Yep. Um, he is a big fan of Jason's drummer, and I'm glad he is. Uh, and uh, but man, that that guy, you know, he can he can really play those drums. Nice. So we're just adding some some of the special. We're adding a drum, a, um, electronic drum pad to to the mix. Um, not that his uh, drum set is not big enough already. <laughs> There's specific songs where, like, okay, dude, we're gonna throw this. In. Can you handle this also? And like, yeah, bring it on. And I'm like, great. So who was like who was some of your like earliest influences that really got you into country music and wanting to do country music? So initially, it was uh, uh, George Strait and Garth Brooks. That's what I'm talking um, about. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. Just just the the two of them, you know. Um, and and then I, you know, I had always been a natural born entertainer since I was 12. So I really liked the energy that came from. Garth Brooks. See, you were a natural-born yeah. entertainer that started when you were 12 and, you know, you know, during your school years, and mine was for comedy, which it just got me in a lot of trouble. I just didn't know <laughs> when to shut up when I was in class. Still don't know how to do it, and now I get paid to do it, so. <laughs> oh, I, I did that, too. I got in trouble, man, for being the class clown. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, one, one time on, on the bus, from, I remember this from elementary school, so this is going way back. This is before I be, ever became a singer. Um, uh, I called a neighborhood boy. Uh, I called him Piggy on the bus. Oh, no. That got me straight. To, I was scared to death. Never got in <laughs> trouble before. I uh, went to the principal's office, and I almost had to miss the trip to the carnival. Oh, no. No. Was it the carnival? Yeah, carnival, where all the clowns are. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I almost did not get to go see Ringling Brothers. Oh, I okay. My neighbor, Piggy, on the bus. <laughs> see, uh, Ringling Brothers, they originated actually in my hometown of Sarasota, Florida. Oh, wow. Yep. They got a huge wow. museum there now. Next time you're down here, you definitely got to check it out. Yeah. Trust Absolutely. me, I know you've been talking to Kim. We'll be getting you down here at times. But we'll be yes, talking about, yes. about all that more later on. Yeah, probably that'd not on the show. Great. That'd be off. That'd be off air talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah, we look forward to that. We uh, we look forward to warmer weather in general. 
<laughs> oh, I bet. What's the weather like right there right now? Like, what's the temperature? <laughs> so, oh, it's pretty good today. I mean, we we had a big ice ice storm in the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and today it's 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 been in the forties, upper fifty or lower fifties, and now it's kind of trickling back down. Man, that's not so too bad. About forty two, yeah, yeah, not bad. Nope. Um, <laughs> a guy from church brought a whole bunch of wood. We stacked that up for in case February gets sketchy, really bad. Yeah, yeah. it might. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it's probably going to wind up getting a few more uh, heavy duty cold snaps that will be coming through. I know, like you said, they just had the the big ice storm a few weeks ago, but it's it's ramping up to do it again. The ice storms are worse than anything too. Oh, I, I remember growing it. up in Carolina. I mean, we had a wood stove because if ice storm came through, half the time the power would go out. We'd oh, be yeah. done with it. Be uh. Yeah, those wood stoves are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it, it, more truth than you think when it's lifesavers because people will die. They will freeze to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, we start March March 10th as we start doing shows again and at uh, one of our favorite casinos. So excited about that. You guys are going to be doing it at the uh, the Cherokee Casino and Hotel, right? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, one of them. Yeah, uh, over in Rolling? We'll be around probably the, all five of them before mm-hmm. too long. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah, it's a neat interesting venue where the stage is above the bar what so oh that's kind of cool it is pretty cool you can see everybody working down there and serving the uh guests and you know um and for me specifically i get to watch my wife in the back corner of that venue and <laughs> uh so that's pretty cool and but you get to see the entire floor so your A-lister acts, your B-lister acts, and then <clears throat> yours truly, your C-lister acts. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Um, at that specific location, everybody's on that stage. Oh, wow. So, That's cool. Yeah, your Keith Urban. And, yeah, so we have a dressing room, and it's just a cool experience. It makes so. a world of difference, too. Oh, I bet. And they hired us all year, every six weeks, and so we're excited for that one. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for y'all. That's definitely pretty cool, man. Good people, too. So where's, like, because trust me, I've had friends who've been in bands, you know, and stuff like that, you know, traveling and the whole nine yards. So have you ever been to, like, some really sketchy bars? You're kind of like, dude, I don't want to be here. (laughs) We, honestly, we really try to, no, I haven't. (laughs) Uh, I try to stay away from that altogether. Okay, so you guys try to feel them out beforehand. Really do, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. We're imaging them. We're asking mm-hmm. about them. We're, you know, uh, a couple of my band members. This one, it's a pizza joint, you know, called Pizza Pizza Joint and Distillery. And a couple of my band members, they went out there physically, and took a little road trip and checked the place out. <laughs> um, and they said, "This is real small." I said, "Listen, they were real nice. We're just getting back out there." you know, yeah. um, and it's not too far away, you know, so we're going to do it. And so we did that and, you know, it was fun. I could picture it being like in the movie, the blues brothers, you know, when they show up at that, <laughs> at that redneck bar and they turn around and they're up on, uh, uh, Jake goes up and he talks to the bartender and he goes, so, uh, what kind of music do you play here? She goes, Oh, both kinds, country and Western. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. There's uh they told, that told me that, uh, um, 
there's there's some places in in Texas, you know, East Texas, um, that's that's like that. They still have the wire mesh uh, in front of the stage. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I've been to a few of those wow. bars. <laughs> and I and I and I keep thinking about Billy Bob's uh, in Dallas Fort Worth. In Dallas, yeah, like, I know right where it's yeah. at. Yeah, I've been there. I'm like, is that is that? The, I want to go there. I want us to go there. I'm telling they have you, like two two different stages. Oh, I'm telling you, that place is insane. You definitely got to go. That, that would that, be fun. I'm I'm friends with the Bellamy brothers, or well, not the not the two of not the brothers, but my friend Randy is the bass player and tour manager. Oh wow, oh, nice. And, yeah, and so he's always talking. He said, "Whether well, they won't get you in there because you're not an A-lister." I'm like, okay. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Right. That's what All you right. got to Exactly. Say. Not yet. You will be. Thanks, dog. <laughs> See, that, dude, that's the thing about you. You do have talent. You do. I mean, we wouldn't have taken yeah. a vested interest in you if we didn't think you had any talent. You're a super friendly guy. You're you're very, like, you know, uh, personable. You know, you're approachable, you know, which is which is cool. You know, it, it's hard to find people who, who are in any facet of media, whether you do music, television, uh, radio like we do. You know, that usually come across people that are, well, they're jerks. You know, they got big egos. Me and Jesse do not have egos. Well, let me rephrase that. You're a liar. We have a little bit of egos, but <laughs> ours more more for comedic reference, more than, like, actually having egos. Yeah, and, we, try, we try to stay humble because we, we know that we're not all that. But, like, and we like to talk to people that are, like, even A-lister celebrities, some of them are down to earth. And oh, yeah, absolutely. We've spoke to yeah. a few of them. But, like, that's that's our type of people. I grew up in the country, yeah. and you are definitely like country, like down to the like the personality. Yeah, so, like we're, we're yeah, definitely yeah. enthralled. Here. And me, I'm a country <laughs> slash Jimmy Buffett kind of guy. That's the way I was raised here in Florida. I was hey, raised on the water my go. whole life. I'm very laid back. I, I treat everybody exactly the same. And if you're a jerk, <laughs> I will treat you accordingly. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I have no choice, and this is why. I'm just five three, okay. If I walked around being a jerk, I would get clobbered <laughs> for real. Dude, <laughs> no, Jesse's not much more taller than you are, and, and he'll yeah, he'll <laughs> Jesse will stand up to a Mack truck. You don't care. Ah, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, man, I love getting him wound up, man. <laughs> That's hey, when people are know, like, "Hey, you gonna help your friend?" No, watch this can be entertaining. <laughs> we got a we got a good motto, and it's live to love and love to live. And if we're not out there loving on other people then we're not doing our jobs and then if we're not you know um living life then we're cheating ourselves yeah so. absolutely yeah there we go yeah and i'm telling you sooner or later you're going to want to be one of those a-listers me and jesse will be invited to the cmas to watch you up there on stage because if you make it you better invite us to the CMAs <laughs> with you. yeah yeah, uh, yeah and then, I forget, like i tell people i forget i forget no one i never forget a face Yes. And I hardly forget anything. That is the one thing that yeah, I've that learned from. Nice. That's what I've learned from other people like, you know, who've been in the business for a long time and, you know, it, it, whether television, radio, whatever. And the, the smart ones keep the same attitude. Always be kind to the people as you're going up because you might be having to work for them when you go back down. So Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Boy, I'll tell you what. Fires me up when I hear otherwise. Oh, absolutely. You know? Have you ever uh, met? Have you ever met like a person in entertainment that was a jerk? Oh yes, yes. And I try to forget who that was too. <laughs> I, 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 I try to forget them just as fast. Oh. You know, but I've worked with people too. You know, in the in the theater, and I work. I grew up, and I said I I 
started entertaining in a big entertainment mecca, you know, just like Myrtle Beach and and all that. Um, And I've worked with some. And like where I was the, you know, comedian of the show, Mm -hmm. uh, this person was not as big of a role, but would have such a big attitude. Uh, And I'm like, girl, what is your problem? And... It's always the midline people that think they're better than everybody else. I don't know why that happens. It's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, so I, yeah, I, I have very little, I have very little patience for stuff like that. So if <laughs> I walk up to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we we did something last year. There was a there was a, there was an artist signed to EMI. Okay. Well, I'm not signed, right? I'm not signed by to anyone yet. And, and yes, yes, that is the key word. And, but this person was, okay, so like, I'm, I'm thinking like shop artist or something like that, you know, cause I never heard of him, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, um, we were opening up for him. So we had the longest opener. We opened for three hours. We played for three hours. And oh, then wow. Got on and, yeah, That's a long we opening. Enter- we entertained the heck out of that crowd. And, and then he barely had anybody after us. <laughs> he, he came on, but he was a, apparently he was a jerk to everybody else except what? for me and my wife. He was very sweet to me and my wife, but he, but my band members, my band leader, um, stage hands, and he, yeah, he was horrible. Wow. And, Dude, and I almost I got in a fight at a Comic Con because a guy lipped off to th- this younger guy that was much smaller than him. In the crowd, who was just trying to come up to see us, and he just accidentally bumped the guy, and you know, it's complete. I I saw it when it happened; it was a complete accident. And the dude like spun around and like just went off on him, and like you know, it was just you could tell he was like trying to act all big and tough because guy was, was smaller than him. That lasted all about ten seconds before I came across that rope and I backed that that guy down real quick. I was like, yeah, don't mess with our people, dude. I'm like, that'd be the last mistake you make here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a nice guy, just, but not that nice. Just, it's just such a turnoff right away. It is. Exactly. It, it, it always just makes me want to just yeah. turn the other way and walk the other way. I'm like, I don't have patience for that. <laughs> we're all just out here to kind of like enjoy what we're doing, try to make exactly. a good living while we're doing it. And then, you know, there's no need for craziness. Yeah, there's no need for violence. Yeah. I mean, there is sometimes, but I mean, just not all the time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we got, um, so we got, I want to tell you real quick, um, we we got new music coming, and yes. and, and probably going to try to drop a couple new singles this year. Is the hope, my my producer. So I have a producer, and then and I and I had somebody um, uh, back in back in Nashville tell me, well, why don't you just use somebody else? And and I'm like, because my producer's his studio's being remodeled. He's got a bigger studio and, and that type of stuff. And I'm like, well, we write the songs together. We're gonna record and produce them together, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm gonna wait on him because we're in a partnership. <laughs> yeah, you have you your know? loyalties. It's like a marriage. Yeah. A marriage. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So it I'm is. like, it's okay. So that's when we started focusing on doing shows, 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 and that's still the motto this year. But, but we at least want to uh, dish out at least two new singles this year. One of which is certainly. A uh, a dance tune, feel good tune that um, I'm hoping um, 
I don't know, Justin Bieber picks it up also. <laughs> yeah, Justin just Bieber a, goes country. A, a, t- a total a total spin on it, you know. He does his version, I do my version, or vice versa. There we go. And then, uh, and then we got a very touchy, um, sentimental tune that's up, kind of more, not exactly slow, slow, mm-hmm. um, but it's very sentimental tune um, by these Grammy award-winning songwriters uh, that we've been sitting on. Um, which uh, one of the songwriters is the president or vice president Johnson and Johnson. And, uh, and is a very good guy. And apparently this song is his baby. So we're, we're going to do this song right and hopefully follow it with a new music video. Nice. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. What's your favorite song that you've done to date? Well, I, I believe it's the latest single that we did in, at the end of 2019. It's called The Mirror Never Lies. And so it's kind of a self-reflecting tune, but the music video is very dramatic. Very <laughs> the mirror never lies. It's a self-reflecting tune. <laughs> man, you're, you're great on play of words tonight, man. You really are. <laughs> you're like nailing it, dude. Did that make sense? I hope that made sense. That, that made perfect, perfect sense. sense. It was beautiful. Yeah, actually, okay. you know what? We might actually close out the show with that. What do you think? Yeah. All right. We'll close. It. We're going to close out the show with that song when we get done here, and uh, we got about maybe twelve more minutes. Well, there we go. Well, that's uh, that's 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 the one. You know, the mirror never lies. We need that. We need that music video to go viral, um, because I still believe in that song. I, I still think the way we produced that song together, um, which without us putting our, it, it just so happened that one studio dropped the ball. I was like, I'm just trying to get this one dang song done, mm-hmm. and your guys are taking. This is three months later. I'm like, we don't have the song even started. I'm like, what? Well, they have my money, and we don't have that. So just by mere chance that, oh, hey, get with Michael, you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. And we jailed, and it just kind of just happened. And the song wouldn't be the way it is if we didn't produce it together. Um, and then we learned that we could write songs also together you know so it's just like whoa you're my new brother (laughs) (laughs) it really does and i love it yeah you You gotta have that kind of bond man to make it work you really do you gotta have that bond Mm -hmm. you know Um, i always try to work with people too you know oh absolutely be sensitive to people and what they're going through also and uh so anybody that ever works with the herd music company or joey heard you know um that's what we do, you know. Yeah. We're fair, we're honest, you know. Well, yeah. speaking of which, while I'm working with people, so if you had a chance to work with anybody, living or dead, who would you want to do a show with, or do a song with? It, a, not a show, but a song. Do a song with. Do a song with. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, help me out with his name. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I can't think of his name. Um. We just watched a movie. It's really awesome. Had Lenny Kravitz in, Jennifer Lopez, um, something about a, but that's not him anyways. I was, um, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cash? I don't not know. Lenny. Uh-huh. Lenny Kravitz, he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel, Lionel Richie. Yeah. Dude, that would be awesome. I love Lionel Richie's music. I would totally, you know, uh, I would totally love to produce a song with 
You know what's crazy you know? is even today, you know, 2023, every party I've ever gone to at anybody's house, sooner or later before the night's over, you are going to hear Dancing on the Ceiling by Lionel Richie. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to definitely hear that one. Uh, and you'll also hear, uh, oh, God, what was the other one? Uh, all Night Long. That would be the other one you're yeah. going to hear by Lionel Richie at every single all party that I've long, gone to. All night. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Man, that's just that's, Oh, that's what I love. That's what I love. <laughs> well, see, that, that's, the, that's the music that, that people like, you know, are, uh, in some cases, not all cases, some cases are missing today, is that longevity. They're, they're writing that music and that song that's still going to be playing in every house party and everything else like 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road from now, you know? Oh, I would love to give you guys the title of this song. That, um, <laughs> But I can't. Uh, <laughs> one, one of the songs. I'd love to. I, I just don't want to give it away. Uh, way to go. Well, the inventor, you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have you talk on the show, but apparently not. Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Oh, yeah. man. I can see we're going to be uh, definitely keeping an eye on you, man, watching your uh, career grow in country, man. And I could definitely see this going somewhere I really can. You know, a lot bigger than oh, what you've already well, we got. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I feel like I'm racing the clock because uh, I'm still not going to give out my age, but, you know. Dude, 29. Um, we're sticking with 29. That's, that's there the rule. There we go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you can pull it off. I mean, he looks 29 if you look at the pictures. Yeah, so, no, he yeah. definitely does. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And so, yeah, my, oh, and, 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 and we've talked about this earlier. My wife and son, they're totally after me on, on, on keeping in shape and, and eating better. And so today I was on the treadmill for, uh, the second or third time this month. Now, bear in mind, I had a surgery. I was going to say, yeah. it's all forgiven. <laughs> you had hernia surgery. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, just getting after it, but boy, does it feel good. I don't know where I've been. Uh, without a workout routine, but I'm I'm slowly getting into one. I think. Hey man, strong body, strong mind. I mean uh, that that's that I think that is literally the key to keep in for longevity. I mean, there's I've seen yeah. guys. Yeah. They're Hulk Hogan for one. So I used to run boats out of Clearwater oh. Beach, and we saw this dude on a regular basis. What is he like? Sixty now or seventy? Oh, he's like in his seventies. Seventies. Like now. I know he's like paralyzed now or something. We'll, we'll have to. Not necessarily paralyzed, but he can't feel anything in his okay. legs. Yeah. Well, we used to see dude all the time. He'd be cruising by on the boat and definitely be doing the pose or whatever you know the Johnny Bravo pose and like oh, yeah. hilarious dude. And he literally looks the same way he did when I was yeah. a little kid and he was fighting and wrestling and stuff. And I mean. Yeah, literally the same. Dude works out every friggin' day still. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's so important. Even just and they have all these they have all these people showing home workouts. You know. No, look at Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester yeah. Stallone's like going into his 80s and look at the shape that that man oh, is 80s? in. 80s. Yes. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just came out with what? Well, it's a, it's a TV series. Yeah. Right? Tulsa? Tulsa yeah. time? Or Tulsa? I think it's... Uh, Tulsa King. There you go. Yep. Tulsa, Tulsa King. Tulsa King, yeah. Yep. And, and the uh, thing about him, man, is like, I mean, I'm sorry, the guy's going into his 80s and I still would not want to climb in the ring with him. I no. would not. Right. Because if people forget, people do forget, he's an actor, yes, but he really does know how to box and he's very good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of that boxing... Uh, years ago, this is just a little something, uh, years and years ago, um, HBO had female boxers. 
mm-hmm. HBO. Um, and I had somehow linked up with Sumaya Anani, the island girl. The island girl, yeah, yeah. The island girl, yeah, female boxer. Yep. And uh, so I, uh, for some reason, we we made the exchange of her giving me boxing lessons for vocal lessons. What? I used to teach. I used to teach. That's crazy. Vocal. So she would come to the um, to the place where I gave uh, performance vocal lessons, and she would take vocal lessons from me. I would go to her ring and take boxing lessons from her. And I still, my son ran across this the other day, and that's why it's so fresh in my mind. He ran across a, a little ringside boxing glove keychain that she gave me years ago. That's awesome. And I used to have the wraps still. I, I had the wraps, the yellow wraps forever. You know, um, and I don't, I don't think I still have those, but I thought that was always cool. See, you got like the cool stories of people that you like got to work with, or like you know, training her in vocal and her training you in boxing. Mine's like people want me to teach them how to do radio, and all they wanted to do was trade sexual favors. It's weird, but <laughs> well, <laughs> you're good at what you're good at. Right? You're good at what you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh-huh. My, my, my wife, she'd contradict that. She'd be like, if you're an employee, you'd be fired. <laughs> HR. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, brother, we're getting ready to wrap the show up here because we want to close your show out with our, you know, with your music before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so listen, throw out your websites, uh, you know, where people can find you, your links, your social media, everything. You got carte blanche. You got a minute. Go. Oh, so we got joeyherd.com, joey, H-E-R-D.com, Instagram, at herdjoey. Just type in Joey Herd on Instagram. You'll find me. Really appreciate you all. Spotify, uh, hit that up. Uh, any Anywhere you download music, we love your support. We appreciate you all. All right, brother. Well, listen, we're looking forward to uh, talking to you more and watch your career grow. And us sitting back one day, and Jesse and I will be sitting here still doing AM going, we knew him when. Chance <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse, I appreciate you guys. No hey, worries. Appreciate welcome, brother. you coming on, man. All right. Thanks Have for giving us your time. Day. You too, man. Have a good one, brother. Love to the family. Thanks, man. All right. Huh? I said love right. to the family. All right. Oh, Cheers. thank you. Thanks. All right. So that was Mr. Joey Hurd. Um, and he's got a lot of bookings already getting set up this year for the jet. You know, Jesse was looking at online. So, uh, definitely make sure you check out his website. If you happen to be in the area where he's playing, make sure you get a ticket. Go check him out. Really good music. Uh, we are going to be closing out the show right now with one of his songs. Um, so make sure you tune in. Check this out. Go find him everywhere he told you to go find him. He's definitely, uh, he's definitely got some talent. Like you could use a shave and a couple of good Man, I just saw you yesterday, but I guess I didn't see. Just how bad you've been slipping, everybody says you're living pretty rough. What kind of friend would I be if I didn't say you need to straighten up? 